Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Heard this nationwide keyword at KNRS.com. Laugh. That's laugh. Enter it now. Listen, and you'll know. First of all, if you haven't heard this yet, I love this. Rod Arquette on Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Well, did did anyone watch the Oscars last night? No, neither did I. I didn't either. I mean, apparently not a lot of Americans did either. Apparently the uh, numbers on Oscars last night were half of what they were last year. All the critics are writing today. What a boring show. As a matter of fact, it was held at the uh, the old train station there in Los Angeles. And uh, somebody wrote today, a train wreck inside a train station. Because that's exactly what happened yesterday. The American people just want... They just want Hollywood to make good movies. We don't need any of your political rhetoric. That's not going to do us any good. So all you actors, actresses, I guess you can't call them actresses anymore. That's politically incorrect. All you actors, you producers, you um, directors out there, just shut up and make a movie. Because America is telling you right now, we don't care anymore. How are you, everybody? Welcome to the Rod Arquette Show on this rainy Monday. Now, a couple of days ago, here I am sitting on a beach in Hawaii. It's 81 degrees. The sun was shining. I come home to this. And now it's been it's been raining all day. And I know we need the moisture. Not complaining about that at all. But uh, it's great to be back with you. I, before I forget, I really want to thank Greg Hughes for filling in last week. He did a terrific job. He always has a lot of fun. He's a great guy to listen to. And I really appreciate Greg filling in. So thank you. Appreciate that, Mr. Hughes. Now, um, speaking of uh, a quick note on vacation. Um And then we'll get on with the news of the day and get to your phone calls today as well. I am so sick and tired of wearing a mask. And let me tell you a couple couple of those small, liberating moments that we had on vacation, my wife and I. Now, we flew to Hawaii, and, and in Hawaii, of course, flying over there, all the airlines require you to wear a mask. So you're wearing a mask for six hours. It's a six-hour flight, generally, to Honolulu. And uh, my ears hurt. They still hurt today. And you have, we have to wear a mask here in the building when I'm not in the studio. And I put the mask on, and my ears still hurt for crying out loud. But you had to wear them a lot in Hawaii, uh, Las Vegas. We spent uh, a day in Las Vegas on Saturday uh, doing a little bit of shopping, and people are wearing masks down there. It seemed like everywhere you went, and my wife and I went on vacation, we were asked to wear a mask. Not in the ocean, not like Spain, which asked you to wear a mask in the ocean. But for the most part, you know, you had to wear a mask. Um, so we're coming back yesterday and we had to stop by, where was it? I think it was first. Yeah, it was St. George, Washington County. Walk into a convenience store there to take a potty break and to get a little something to chew on, on the drive. And guess what? No mask signs up anywhere. Everybody walking in the convenience store, not wearing a mask. And it was liberating. It's one of those little moments of joy that you get. I'm going, hey, it's pretty cool. No mask. Both my wife and I commented on that. 
And then, of course, we had to stop for gas. I think we're in Fillmore. What what county is Fillmore in? Is it Juab County? I, I'm, I'm not. I, I, it may be one of those counties. They're in southern Utah, and I apologize for not knowing that. But again, I walk into a store. Uh, we had to get a little something to eat. I had to get some gas. Guess what? No mask required. And I'm going, this is so liberating. And I'm not sure where we are in the state, but there are stories out there today. Even the liberals are now talking about what on earth are we doing wearing a mask outside? Even even uh, flip-flop Fauci is out there saying, you know, maybe we do need to reconsider some of this. Scott Gottlieb, who is the former director of the FDA, has come out and said, enough with the mask wearing outside. Joe Biden, for crying out loud, shows up on this big video monitor with uh, heads of nations from around the world talking about climate change. He's the only one wearing a mask. I mean, how stupid and how weak does Joe Biden look? I mean, it is pretty amazing, but it's great to be back with you today. We've got a great show lined up, and we invite you to be a part of the show. Of course, on Wednesday, Joe Biden speaks to the nation. Only 200 people will be there. It's invite only. I mean, that's going to be an exciting. I mean, he is... He's not Mr. Excitement when it comes to giving his speech to begin with, and now we're going to have to sit through that. But we will carry it live for you Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Now, like I said, we've got a lot to get to today. We'll talk about infrastructure. Scott Miller, the former chair of the Salt Lake County GOP, who is now running for chair of the Utah State GOP, will join us. He says he's been Kavanaugh'd. We'll talk to Scott about that coming up a little bit later on. We'll talk with Jonathan Johnson on the importance of civics education. And there's an issue. You know, there, the, the Greenies out there are saying we need wind and solar power. There's one issue that's never been addressed. And there's a new report out there that does just that. And it's pretty interesting to see that's coming up. And as always, we love you being on the show. 888-570-8010, 888-570-8010, or on your cell phone. All you do is have to dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod. Now, Joe Biden, new poll out. He'll mark, what, 100 days? I, I think it's either on Thursday or Friday of this week. He'll address the joint session of Congress on Wednesday, and you'll hear that live. New poll out showed that Joe Biden's approval rating right now is at, what, 52 53%. Uh, about seven points higher than Donald Trump, but way below previous uh, presidents like Barack Obama and George H.W. Bush and even Bill Clinton. So Joe Biden, you know, the polls are out there, and, you know, I, one of the writers, one of the columnists in the Wall Street Journal today basically said, look, you know, Joe Biden was elected because America wanted to rest. You know, four years of Donald Trump was maybe too much for the American people to handle. I don't think so. I actually love Donald Trump being in the White House. But apparently for some people, he was too much to handle. So here's the Wall Street columnist writing, you know, America wanted to rest, not a revolution. And that's exactly what we're getting right now is a revolution. Joe Biden is so far left anymore. Even Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is happy with what's going on. You know that's trouble. But there was a poll out released yesterday by a couple of major organizations. I think it was NBC and ABC. And they showed that Biden's about 53%, 52% approval rating. Seven points higher than Trump, but way below everybody else. I want you to listen how the media tried to spin this for Joe Biden. First of all, Chuck Todd. Now, Chuck Todd, uh, host of Meet the Press, praised Biden 
for his 53% rating and said the numbers come in just shy of Biden's first 100 days. Well, he's getting a lot of benefit from what Rich Lowry said in Halley's piece, which is he's riding the momentum in some ways of of a, a recovering economy and um, the escalation of the vaccinations. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, this is happening on his watch and things look like they weren't going to go well. He took over and things um, seem to smooth out. Some might argue they always would have, but it doesn't matter. It's on his watch. And that has given him political capital, Willie, because in our numbers here, you see that that is driving the overall positive approval ratings he has. And anytime you're over 50 in this polarized environment, that's really solid. It's sort of the new 60. Wait a minute. 52 percent is the new 60? Must be some of that common core math, right? Well, meanwhile, over on ABC This Week, Rick Klein, who is the uh, political director at ABC News, took a look at the numbers and said, "Eh, maybe not so good for Joe Biden. President Biden's political honeymoon appears to be ending. If it was even there in the first place, what is so striking here is you can at the same time say President Biden is in so much stronger position than his predecessor, but so much weaker than almost everyone else that we've seen at this point in the presidency. And the easiest culprit to blame here is partisanship. We've never before seen in polling, not even 100 days in in the Trump administration, uh, partisan divides dominate the, the approval of a president or disapproval of a president like we are right now now for President Biden. And that, of course, is problematic for a president who promised unity, has talked about bipartisanship, and has talked about Republican support that he sees out there in the country for his policy initiatives. You're starting to see that slip away. And for a president now at 100 days who's going to give that big speech on Wednesday, his opportunity to sort of reset his presidency, there aren't a lot of numbers here that suggest that the the country writ large, Republicans as well as Democrats, are embracing what Biden is trying to do. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, Rick Klein, you said a moment ago that Joe Biden's out there trying to unify the nation. Well, speaking of that, here comes Juan Williams. And this, I'll get your reaction to this a little bit later on in the show. But Juan Williams, he's the Democrat, he's a contributor on Fox News, was on Fox News with Chris Wallace yesterday. And he said, you're reading these numbers wrong. Congress may not be united behind Joe Biden, but Americans are, including Republicans. I think you have to make a distinction here, Chris, between Republicans in Congress and Republican voters. If you look at the COVID relief plan, Republican voters support it in polls. If you look at infrastructure spending, right now for the lion's share of that, Republicans support it. If you look at immigration reform, Republicans support it. They want it to happen. So even as Republican voters support much of President Biden's plan. He has unified voters across political lines. But what he has not unified has been Republicans in Congress. They have reverted to the kind of obstruction tactics that they used against Clinton when he was trying to save the economy back in 93 against Obama uh, in 09 when he was facing the economic collapse. Right. Uh, so I think there's a big distinction between Republican politicians and Republican voters in terms of unity. I think that's why in a time of extreme polarization, Biden's numbers are pretty good. 52, 54 percent approval. (laughs) Republican voters are united behind Joe Biden. Boy, I want to get your reaction to that coming up a little bit later on in the show because I don't see it. Maybe I, maybe I, I don't know. I don't see it. Maybe maybe it's still got salt water in my eyes. Who knows? All right, more coming up on the Rod Arkent Show. We'll talk about the president 
Biden's infrastructure plan and the expansion of the term infrastructure. That's all coming up on the Rod Arquette Show. Great to be back with you on this Monday afternoon right here on Utah's Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Taking center stage today on the Rod Arquette Show, and I'm so excited about this because it really does taste good, and we're talking with the Salsa Queen today. If you love salsa the way I do, this is something that you will definitely want to try, and Salsa Queen, great to have you on the show. Tell us a little bit about the business. It's a fascinating story based on it, based right here in Utah, right? Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for having me here. I'm so excited, and yes, I mean, we started... Seven years ago, and I started as a single mother of seven kids to provide for them, and now we are in a lot of stores, so we're super excited, yes. Why salsa? Why did you choose salsa and say, I want to make this, and I want to spread the love to people here in the state of Utah? Absolutely. You know, in my culture, you know, I'm from Mexico, we show our love through food, and Mm -hmm. what better way for me to show my love to this country than through food, right? And salsa is our staple at home. At home. So, you know, I wanted to make some salsas and share the love with everybody. And, you know, we're so excited that people have taken it in so well. Now, this is your recipe. I mean, you started this in the kitchen of your home, right? Yes, yes. I actually grew up with one kind of salsa. And that's the only salsa we had. But, you know, when I wanted to make salsas, I have to kind of dig in and dive in and create these sauces for what we have now. So, yeah, we're so excited. Now, what do you do for businesses? We've got Cinco de Mayo coming up. What do you do for businesses? Because I know people are very interested in that. Yes, we're so excited about Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo is our biggest day, right? So we have come up with different packages where you can send a salsa to your customers, to your employees, to your loved ones, to your family, And, you know, to tell them, thank you, you know, for being around. Thank you for working with us. Thank you for being my dad, my son, whatever occasion it is. And with Cinco de Mayo, like I said, you know, everybody wants to order Salsa Queen just to show their love and appreciation. And all you do right now, we have a special offer for you. All you do is go to Salsa Queen. That's your website, salsaqueen.com. And you order now. You use the code radio and you'll get 15% off. That's a great, great offer right now from... To help you live a more secure future, that's 888-PLAN-RICK. Or visit EdelmanFinancialEngines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission... Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Welcome back to the Rod Arquette Show right here on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. We're an iHeartRadio station. Great to be back with you. I want to thank Greg Hughes again for filling me in or filling in for me last week. Uh, we were talking a moment ago about the uh, 
liberating feeling that you get, or I got on vacation and a couple of stops we made on our way back from Vegas yesterday, in which we walked into convenience stores and we weren't required to wear a mask. There were no signs there saying you had to wear one. Walked in and then Erie just shoved me this note that, um, come on, Sandy. The city of Sandy, the amphitheater there, announced today that they will have concerts returning again this summer, but masks will be required at an outdoor venue. Um, Let me tell you what. The CDC and Flip Flop Fauci said this the other day, that they are going to come out with new rules when it comes to masks and wearing them outdoors. And hopefully they'll say, you don't need to do it anymore. And if you want to go take in a concert at the amphitheater, Sandy City won't require you to do that this summer. All right. Uh, Joe Biden addresses the nation, a joint session of Congress on Wednesday. You'll hear the uh, the address live. Our coverage again underway at 7 o'clock on Wednesday evening, right here on Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Now, reportedly he's going to talk about police reform. He'll brag that the economy is coming back. And he's been able to get everybody to get a vaccine. And he will also talk about his infrastructure plan. And a lot of people are saying, wait a minute, this is way too big. And it is not focused. Talking about that with us right now is Benji Backer. He is a founder and president of American Conservation Coalition. Joining us on our Newsmaker line right now. Benji, how are you? And thanks for joining us this afternoon. Hey, it's great to be here on this amazing topic that we're going to discuss. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Well, Benji, let me ask you, how dangerous is it, in your opinion, to expand the definition of the word infrastructure the way the Democrats are trying to do right now? Well, look, it's just as dangerous as expanding the term for for any other issue. You know, when we're trying to fight a real issue, which we have infrastructure problems in this country, we uh, were rated at a C-minus in the most recent ratings, and we've been worse in previous years, Uh, you know, that's a problem. But when you start roping in all these other issues, like child care programs and all sorts of things, and, and, and STEM research and all sorts of things that also might be important but are completely separate, uh, you really dilute what we actually need to fix. And if anyone knows anything about politics, it's that people need to focus on one thing and start moving the ball forward, and incrementalism is a real uh, potential for progress. But when you take this kind of one-size-fits-all, rope everything into the same thing, rope all your political points into one particular package, it makes it far less likely to actually get something done. And so, yes, we need infrastructure improvements. That's something President Biden's right about. But no, we shouldn't be including all these other things into it because it makes it impossible for us to make any progress, which is much needed. Now, I understand the Republicans have come up with a different plan. The uh, price tag is a lot cheaper than what the Biden administration. Uh, Do you consider what the Republicans are proposing a little more focused when it comes to infrastructure, Benji? I do. It is a lot more focused, and it's focused on real infrastructural improvements that would help us today. Now, I think that there could be a middle ground, but it will take, you know, the Biden administration willing to to really kind of lower its price tag. And I think one of the biggest problems with the most recent uh, Democratic and Biden administration uh, plan is that it's about the number of dollars spent rather than what we're actually doing with those dollars. And I think that that's too often what happens in government. We talk about what we need to get fixed. And instead of talking about what we're actually going to fix, we talk about how expensive it's going to be. And it's like a competition of who can spend the most money in the shortest amount of time. And people forget that that's our tax dollars. And so while I think, you know, there are a lot of people saying, oh, well, the Republican plan is too modest in dollars. You know, remember, it's not about the dollars. It's about the outcomes. And and really, I think that's what's missing from our political dialogue right now. How, how surprised were you when uh, when uh, Biden unveiled this plan and you saw the price tag and everything that was being brought under the infrastructure umbrella? How surprising was that to you? 
Well, honestly, it wasn't too surprising because it's very understandable that President Biden is having to deal with his left flank right now. And the left flank of, the, of his party is demanding uh, $10 trillion, $15 trillion infrastructural uh, investments. And by in, in, infrastructural investments, that's in quotations for me because it's even worse uh, in terms of the scope than, than this current plan. So President Biden is honestly in a tough spot. I mean, Americans have to think about the fact that this two-party system that we're in right now does span a very wide spectrum, just like it spans uh, a wide spectrum on the right. It's very wide on the left as well. You know, President Biden has to deal with people who think that $2 trillion is just a, a small fraction of what we should be spending on a, and a re, on a robust economic overhaul. And so I wasn't too surprised by it. Uh, and, and what I'm hoping is that the American people, which have way more power than they think they do, start speaking up and saying, yes, we want infrastructural improvements, President Biden. But we want to focus on infrastructural improvements first. These other topics, again, while important, should be discussed at a later date. Infrastructure can't wait. It can't be delayed by a wide, all-encompassing package. And while the left flank might delay uh, action because it's not enough. We need to start moving forward. And honestly, most of the most successful uh, projects in American history have bipartisan, have bipartisan support. Let's do that again on infrastructure. And we'll see if it happens. Benji, thank you for a few minutes of your time this afternoon. Of course. Thanks for having me. All right. On our Newsmaker line, that's Benji Backer. He is founder and president of the American Conservation Coalition, talking about Joe Biden's infrastructure plan. More coming up on the Rod Arquette Show and Utah's Talk Radio 105.9. KNRS, listen, and you'll know. Let me take a minute right now and share with you a word from Utah's COVID-19 Task Force. Um, they want to mention, of course, that Utah County Health Department has 7,000, that's right, <clears throat> 7,000 COVID-19 vaccine appointments this week available in Spanish Fork, Provo, and American Fork. Schedule yours at healthevents.utahcounty.gov. That's healthevents.utahcounty.gov. Now, Utah providers may now resume offering the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine. Administration of the J&J vaccine was put on hold, remember, for about a week to allow the FDA and CDC time to investigate reports of a rare, treatable type of blood clot. But more than 8 million doses of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine have already been administered in the United States. 15 people reported experienced blood clots. Nearly 77,000 Johnson & Johnson doses have been administered right here in Utah with no reports of blood clots among any of the patients. There are no reports of blood clots with the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine as well. More than 1.8 million doses of those vaccines have been administered in Utah. If you want more information... All the information you need. If you haven't had one of your- Absolutely free. That's 801-441-2266. Well, give me back my freedom. Give me back my land. Give me back my money. I want to be The Rod Arquette Show on Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. New poll came out over the weekend showing that Joe Biden's approval rating sits at about 52-53%. That's 7 percentage points better than Donald Trump after his first 100 days in office. Juan Williams, a Fox News contributor, said, While Congress may not be united, the American people are united behind Joe Biden. They want to see him get things done. Really? We'll talk about that and get your reaction to that coming coming up in the uh, 5 o'clock hour. Um, Utah Republicans will select a new party chairman coming up this weekend. One of the candidates for that job 
is former Salt Lake County Party Chair, uh, Republican Party Chair Scott Miller, who, as you recall, resigned a few weeks ago amid some allegations of a toxic and bullying environment in the party. According to media reports, well, joining us on our newsmaker line to talk about all of this is Scott Miller himself here on the Rod Arquette Show. Scott, how are you? And welcome to the show. Hello, Scott. Hello. There, there you are, Scott. How are you this afternoon? I'm well, and you? Thank you. I'm good, Scott. Scott, um, you have decided to say, "Wait a minute, I, I regret apologizing here," and you feel you're being Kavanaugh. Why Kavanaugh? Why do you say that? Well, um, as a previous report in the newspaper, I withdrew my apology um, about what was requested of me by a, a good friend of mine who's a high-ranking political official. Um, Scott, I can, we're, we're losing your connection. Scott, we're going to give you a call back and see if we can get a better line. So if you'd hang up on your phone, Scott, we'll call you right back and see if we can get a better line because we had a really bad connection there, and we do want to get you on the show. So E-Ray right now is making an effort to uh, get Scott back on the line. As I mentioned, Scott, basically, Scott Miller, he was the former chairman of the Salt Lake County Republican Party, um, And there was a story a couple of weeks ago in the Salt Lake Tribune in which seven women came forward with stories of the county's party, uh, the county party's then communications director, a man by the name of David Robinson. They accused him of using foul language, calling them inappropriate names, and, and withholding campaign resources from the candidates during the past election. And they had charged that Scott Miller, we hope to get him back on the line here in a minute, was aware of this and didn't do anything about it. And uh, Miller is now saying, wait a minute, I'm going to rescind my apology uh, because he feels he is, in fact, being Kavanaugh'd. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's why we wanted to get uh, Scott on the show and get his uh, his thoughts on this after this article came out in the paper over the weekend and the Salt Lake Tribune. All right, we do have Scott back on the phone with us. Scott, I hope we have a better connection this time. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, me too. There we go. You bet. Uh, Scott, you, you're rescinding your apology, and you insist you're being yes. Kavanaugh'd. During all of this, yes, sir. explain that if you would. Yes. Well, what I mean by being Kavanaugh is that uh, every allegation that was brought forth or complaint that was being brought forth, one of three women um, uh, was handled immediately and to the satisfaction of each of those complainants. Uh, the first complainant was Lori via Dave called her a name. Uh, after some investigating, it took me about 10 minutes. Uh, Lori and I agreed that Dave was simply conveying uh, what others were saying about her video. I asked Lori at the time if she would like to file an official complaint, send me an email, and I would pursue it. She declined, and within hours, she was back working with Dave. I have a follow-up text from her basically stating uh, that she thought it was all resolved uh, from February. So that concern was, was resolved. The second concern that I received uh, was from Aaron Preston, who said they, her and Dave were having a disagreement on the direction of the campaign. And so because we were acting as campaign managers, so to speak, uh, uh, basically I just turned her over to my webmaster and my email master, who is a paid contractor for our party, and we just continued in that fashion. Mm-hmm. So that problem was resolved. The only other issue I had was is in uh, mid-April, or sorry, mid-August, um, I miss Winter Newton uh, forward a text to me saying that, hey, there's some things going on with Dave I need to make you aware of. So I asked her to put that into an email 
and send me the particulars of it, and I would pursue it. So it took 107 days uh, from that time to get me uh, that email, and it took, and I, after, what, two emails, bumps, and a phone call. So, uh, after all of that, I thought, you know, wait a minute, we, we had resolved issues as they came up, and they were resolved appropriately. So never, never at any time had anybody ever brought to me a complaint of sexual harassment or even harassment. These, um, th- this response that you asked from Amy Winder-Newton, um, did she verbally mm-hmm. lay out the case against Dave Robinson, and did you want it in writing? So did you say, put all of what you're saying to me in writing, and you're claiming it took her, what, 107, 127 days to do so? And I did ask for her to put that in writing. Anytime I knew it was anything unfavorable, I needed it in writing with details so I can actually pursue it. And then it's when it took the 127 days all the way to the complaint from her in writing. We're going to have to uh, drop this interview. We just can't seem to get a a good phone connection. But uh, Scott Miller is running to be the uh, chair of the Utah Republican Party. Uh, That vote is coming up on uh, on Saturday, May 1st. And again, he is basically saying, "Look, um, you know, he he wants to he, he he regrets apologizing. He feels he did absolutely nothing wrong, and he feels, in a way, he's being Kavanaugh because there were a lot of women who came forth with accusations, and he never was allowed to uh, respond to those. He has also called for an investigation, and I think Scott has called back. I'm not sure if we have a better phone connection here or not. Let me see what I know. E Ray's talking to him right now. Shall we try one more time?" All right, Scott, we're going to try the, try this one more time, Scott. Hopefully this will work better <laughs> Sorry this time. Sorry about that, Rob. <laughs> let, yeah. me, let me ask you, Scott. Um, sure. These allegations that uh, Dave Robinson mm-hmm. was bullying these candidates and you did mm-hmm. not respond to these candidates, you've kind of outlined your case already. Why do you think this all came about, Scott? Well, I find the timing uh, very suspicious. Uh, from, my, from my understanding from all of the the folks that we had these other issues with, that, that it was resolved. Um, it was, uh, wasn't until four days after I announced my run for state party chair that I got a call from the Tribune re-outlining all of these uh, and more issues that are being brought forward. So I don't really know why, but I do find timing extremely suspicious. Well, uh, final question, because we're losing you again, but I'll get one more question in, Dave, and, or Scott, and hopefully you'll hang in there, Scott. What do you think your chances sure, are sure. this weekend? What do you think your chances are? Uh, I think they've done pretty good damage, so I, I don't really know. I think maybe I'll give it a 50-50. All right. Scott, thank you. Appreciate that time, and I appreciate we had a bad phone connection with uh, Scott Miller, former uh, Salt Lake County Republican Party boss, now running for the uh, state party, and he told the Tribune over the weekend that uh, he regrets apologizing for the matter to begin with. He felt the issue had been handled and that he felt he was being Kavanaugh. More coming up on the Rod Arquette Show and Utah's Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Listen and you'll know. It's a real pleasure to have the Salsa Queen on the Rod Arquette Show today taking center stage. Let's see, we've got this little event coming up. Cinco de Mayo, Cinco de Mayo. Well, how is Salsa <laughs> Queen involved with that? Cinco de Mayo, absolutely. It is one of my favorite celebrations here in the United States that we celebrate Cinco de Mayo and what a better way to show your employees, your family, your loved ones that you're thinking about them, that you really appreciate them by sending them 
a pack of Cinco de Mayo salsa. So I am super excited to be running this special with you guys. Now, we're going to tell you all about that special here in a minute, but give us a little bit of the history about the Salsa Queen and how it all started. You know, we started, I started as a single mother of seven kids to provide for them. So this is a family affair. You Mm -hmm. know, all of my kids will get together. Even their friends will come and chop tomatoes, roast corn, and do all those kind of things at our home and start selling them. We started on Facebook, then Farmer's Market, then some little local stores. And now we are in Smith's, Harmon's, Macy's, and a lot of other stores. Yeah, you're the number one producer, I understand, of fresh salsa here in the state of Utah. What makes it so good? It is so good because it is so fresh. You know, we use very high in quality ingredients and we make them still in small batches. So, you know, the consistency mm-hmm, is still mm-hmm. there and the freshness. Okay. Now, let's talk about the special. Now, a lot of people reward their employees or their clients to just say thank you with a package from Salsa Queen. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And last year, Cinco de Mayo, it was a great success for us. Everybody was thanking their employees, you know, because they were working remote. And still a lot of people are working remote, right, Mm -hmm, from their mm -hmm, homes. mm -hmm. And a lot of businesses, owners, you know, send Salsa salsa Queen to their employees just to tell them, thank you so much for all the work you do for us. And Cinco de Mayo is the best time to send Salsa to your employees and people you care. Like I said, the salsa produced fresh. They don't use any preservatives. It's absolutely delicious. And if you want to try it out right now, here's the offer. Go to salsaqueen.com, salsaqueen.com. Put in the promo code radio. That's promo code radio, and you'll get 15% off. But you need to do so before April 30th if they can. Three zero, or just go to renterswarehouse.com today. That's renterswarehouse.com, where you will always have a home with. All right, welcome back to the uh, Rod Arquette Show on this Monday. Great to be back with you after a week break. Again, a big thanks. Greg Hughes for filling in for me uh, last week. <coughs> um, Juan Williams, Fox News uh, contributor. He's a Democrat. You all know that. If you watch Fox News, commenting yesterday on the new public opinion poll out on Joe Biden, showing 52-53% of Americans approve of his uh, job performance so far. And Juan Williams said you have to make a distinction. Well, people in Congress may not like Joe Biden. The American people do. Even Republicans are behind his efforts now. (laughs) We'll get your reaction to that coming up. Now, Bill Maher, uh, host of uh, HBO's Real Time over the weekend, decided it was time again to blast young people in this country and their far-left views, ranging from wanting to abolish police to wanting to try communism. Listen to what Maher had to say. You know the reason why advertisers in this country love the 18 to 34 demographic? Because it's the most gullible. Yeah. A third of people under 35 say they're in favor of abolishing the police. Not defunding, but doing away with a police force altogether, which is less of a policy position and more of a leg tattoo. (laughs) 36% of millennials think it might be a good idea to try communism. But much of the world did try it. I know millennials think that doesn't count because they weren't alive when it happened. But it did happen. And there are people around who remember it. Pining for communism is like pining for Betamax or MySpace. So when you say, you're old, you don't get it. Get what? 
abolish the police and the border patrol and capitalism and cancel Lincoln. No, I get it. The problem isn't that I don't get what you're saying or that I'm old. The problem is that your ideas are stupid. <laughs> Bill Maher, and he's right on on that one. Basically saying abolishing police, what a stupid idea. All the other things that the uh, young uh, progressives in this country want to do, and they really don't think it through, and it is kind of a, uh, a nutty idea. Oh, by the way, uh, this just coming across uh, this afternoon, uh, uh, Gruesome Newsom, the governor of California, is now going to face a recall election. Efforts in the part of uh, Californians to recall him because of his handling of the COVID-19 pandemic there in the state of California, who was hit extremely hard by the COVID-19 pandemic because of his policies. Well, efforts were underway to gather signatures for a recall election. And in fact, it was confirmed today that Gavin Newsom in the state of California is going to be facing a recall election. Those who are out seeking signatures got more than 2 million the required number to do so. And uh, like Gray Davis from years ago, he'll face challenges in a recall election. Remember, that was when Arnold Schwarzenegger became governor of California after that. So Gavin Newsom is going to face a recall. Juan Williams says Republicans around the country are united. This nationwide keyword at KNRS.com. School. That's school. Enter it now. We are live, we are local, and of course we're everywhere. If you download the iHeartRadio app, you can take it with you wherever you go. Here in the state of Utah, anywhere around the country, headed out to vacation. Want to stay in touch with what Glenn and the folks filling in for Rush, being there for Rush, part of his legacy each and every day. Sean Hannity, myself, Buck Sexton, take us along with you. Stay up to date on what's going on in your world. Welcome back. It is our number two of the Rod Arquette Show on this 26th day of April, coming up in two days. Joe Biden is going to deliver his first speech to Congress, and it will be delivered, here's what's kind of funny about all of this, in front of a nearly empty House chamber. Uh, The unofficial, is what they're calling it, State of the Union address, Um, but unlike past presidents, he will deliver the speech in front of empty House seats because of COVID-19 protocols. I wonder if he's going to wear a mask on Wednesday. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Uh, He will address, it is reported today, just 200 pre-screened individuals, almost exclusively members of Congress, then to all 535 members of Congress, members of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the Supreme Court, his cabinet, and a host of invited guests, as is typical. So 
Wednesday night. There'll be about 200 people there. It's a big, it's a big room, and uh, Joe Biden will be addressing them. It will be uh, interesting to see what happens. Now, um, Joe Biden is nearing his 100th day. It comes up, what, Thursday or Friday of this week. And um, he's only been president, believe it or not, for 96 days. But it sure does seem like a lifetime, doesn't it? I mean, think about this. In just three months, under Joe Biden's presumed leadership, right? We'll say presumed leadership. The Democrats have done a number of things. And think about this now. In just 96 days, they've threatened to pack the U.S. Supreme Court. Probably not going to happen. They want to eliminate the filibuster. Well, they're going to have to convince Joe Manchin to do that. And right now he said he's not changing a thing. They want to abolish the Electoral College. <clears throat> that would mean states like Illinois, California, uh, New York, Washington, Oregon would control who becomes president of the United States and the heck with the rest of us, right? They want to grant statehood to Washington, D.C. They want to federalize voting laws. That's what H.R. 1 is all about. They want to enact a labor bill that would overturn right-to-work statutes in 27 states, including the state of Utah. So what they want is unlimited power and are mobilizing all the possible means to get it because they know the clock is ticking. 2022, the elections really, believe it or not, are not that far off. Okay, and they know if they don't get these things done, come 2022, the likelihood of them losing the House, where all the money bills begin, I think many of you know that, is the likelihood is very strong. And with redistricting now taking place, and you heard the census figures today, California and New York are losing seats. Texas is picking up a couple of of seats. But red states are the states. The states that supported Donald Trump are the states that are getting additional congressional seats. And that could make a big, big difference come November of 2022. Now, a couple of things. Um, Joe Biden, as soon as he took office, totally dismantled. Everything Donald Trump was trying to do. All those executive orders. There are so many of them now, I've lost count. He has also worsened race relations in this country by constantly denouncing all of us as being racist and that as a system, that the, the system in this country, which he has been a part of for, what, 40, 47 years now, is systemically racist. So, you know, here you have a new public opinion poll out on Joe Biden over the weekend. Polls showing him at about 52%, maybe 53% of approval. Seven points better than Donald Trump after his first 100 days in office. But very, very, very low compared to Barack Obama, George W. Bush, and Bill Clinton. Now, remember, it was Joe Biden who said, I want to win. I want to be your president because I will bring all of you together. Yet he has done things like this. Now, E. Ray, would you you get that uh, one Williams bite again? Because a lot of people over the weekend analyzed that poll which came out yesterday. But I found this comment from Juan Williams, who is a Democrat, uh, a contributor on Fox News. You see him on The Five. You see him on a number of shows. Well, he was on with... uh, Fox uh, Sunday program with Chris Wallace. And he made a rather unusual observation about this latest poll and the unification effort 
being made by Joe Biden. I think you have to make a distinction here, Chris, between Republicans in Congress and Republican voters. If you look at the COVID relief plan, Republican voters support it in polls. If you look at infrastructure spending right now for the lion's share of that, Republicans support it. If you look at immigration reform, Republicans support it. They want it to happen. So even as Republican voters support much of President Biden's plan, he has unified voters across political lines. But what he has not unified has been Republicans in Congress. They have reverted to the kind of obstruction tactics that they used against Clinton when he was trying to save the economy back in 93 against Obama. Uh, in 09 when he was facing the economic collapse. Right. Uh, so I think there's a big distinction between Republican politicians and Republican voters in terms of unity. I think that's why in a time of extreme polarization, Biden's numbers are pretty good, 52, 54 percent approval. <laughs> so let's see. Republican voters across this great land of ours, many of you out there who would consider yourself a Republican voter now, are actually united behind Joe Biden, that you are united on the COVID rescue plan, that you are united on his infrastructure plan that does only about 9% of it to deal with bridges and roads and stuff like that. You are united in his efforts of handling immigration in this country. So, well, members of Congress may be divided and are not supportive of Joe Biden, according to Juan Williams, Republicans around the country really like what he's doing. And as he approaches 100 days in office, which is coming up this week, and that big address he'll make on Wednesday night, the American people, even Republicans, are behind Joe Biden and his efforts. Do you honestly believe that? Because I think, I don't know what Juan Williams smoke smoked or drank over the weekend, but I don't see that. And I've traveled the country a few times already and have talked to people out there. I talk to people in this state all the time, many of you. And I would like to find, if there is one out there, a Republican who is united with Joe Biden in trying to do what he's trying to do. Or if you think Juan Williams is up in the night, because I think he is. I don't think they're, they, this country is still deeply divided. We are sick and tired of being told that we are racist. And his reaction, I I was on vacation during the Chauvin verdict when it came down. But for him to come out and say this is the first step and we've got to resolve systemic racism in this country, which he has been a part of for 40 years, passing legislation that may just be doing that. And for almost pointing a finger at every one of us and saying, quit being racist. Do you like it when he, the president of the United States calls you a racist? Is that a unifying message? So Juan Williams says members of Congress are not united in support of the president, but Americans are, including Republicans. We'll get your take on what he said. 888-570-8010, 888-570-8010. On your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod, your calls, your comments coming up on the Rod Arquette Show.
For those of you who have listened to this show for any time, you understand how much I love small business. I love success stories, and we have another one today taking center stage on the Rod Arquette Show. The Salsa Queen is joining us. Great to have you on the show. Tell tell our listeners a little bit about the background of Salsa Queen, how all this began. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we started seven years ago, mm-hmm. and I started as a single mother of seven kids to provide for them. And now we are the biggest producer of salsa here in Utah. <laughs> so this is a big accomplishment. And it all started in the kitchen. It you just got started, the family together and said, we're making salsa. It was a family affair. You know, from my two-year-old to my 15-year-old boy, we were all making salsas in the kitchen. Seven kids. Yes. Wow, wow. All right, now you've got an event, Cinco de Mayo, coming up on May 5th. And you've got a great offer for people. If people want to help celebrate, take care of their employees or their customers, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, this is a great way to connect with employees, friends, and family, right? And we do free home delivery um, along the Wasatch mm-hmm, Front. Mm-hmm. We ship anywhere in the USA, and we cater for your parties. So what a better way to celebrate Cinco de Mayo than sending your loved ones a package of salsa or you know, celebrating Cinco de Mayo at work with your employees and bringing some spice into your party, right? <laughs> now... I know there's a lot of love that goes into the salsa because your family's involved in this, but you really work to make it as fresh as possible, right? Definitely. We use high-quality ingredients. Mm-hmm. They're all natural. Everything is fresh and, you know, is delicious. Bold, authentic flavors. Yeah. Now, so many people, as you had mentioned earlier, are working from home. This is a great way for employers to say to those people who are working from home remotely, hey, we just want to say thank you and celebrate. And you've got a great offer for them as well. Absolutely, absolutely. This is a great way to thank your employees for all the hard work that they've been doing right through COVID. And we have a 15% discount if you do use the code RADIO. Oh, that's perfect. All right, if you want to check it out, you want all the information, the history of what this is all about, go to SalsaQueen.com, SalsaQueen.com. Use the promo code RADIO right now, RADIO, and you'll get 50 podcasts. And it's easy to see why. Find the truth with Lisa Booth on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back to the uh, Rod Arquette Show right here on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Listen, and you'll know. Now, remember, prior to the election, uh, Joe Biden made some really lofty promises to the American people. He talked about getting the economy back on track, though it was already heading in that direction, to be honest. The beginning of a process of resolving the coronavirus, coronavirus crisis, that was already underway. Uh, at the same time, Biden was pushing the idea that if you elected him, if the American people would elect him, he would unify the country and bring America together. Well, apparently reality is set in now. Uh, As he nears the 100-day mark of his presidency, new poll numbers released by Democratic-friendly media show that reality is finally set in for the American people, I think, despite the media fawning all over this guy, and they still do. Biden's approval rating sits at 52%. That is the third lowest 100-day rating since the days of Harry Truman. But Juan Williams on Fox News Sunday yesterday said that the American people are behind Joe Biden. Well, members of Congress may be divided that he has unified Republicans out there all around the land. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's get your opinion on that comment. 888-570-8010 or on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod, to the phones we go. And we begin in Salt Lake City with Pamela tonight. Pamela, how are you? And welcome to the show. I'm great. When I heard you say that thing about Juan Williams, I didn't realize he was such a heavy drug user. <laughs> I mean, he just <laughs> he must be smoking some bad stuff. Yeah. There is no, you got the whole picture. There's no way in hell any Republican, any conservative, any moderate person I know is behind Joe Biden. Absolutely insane. Is there anything, anything that he's done in his first 96, 97 days in office that could make you happy right now, Pamela? Leave? Um, when, he, <laughs> when, he, when he goes to sleep at night, I'm okay. Yeah, okay. I'm okay for a few hours. All right, yeah. Pamela. Thank you. Let's go to Zach in Salt Lake City and let Zach weigh in on this tonight. Zach, how are you? Welcome to the show. Doing good, doing good. Hey, we just thought that was ridiculous. My buddy and I were on our way home. We're a couple of... You know, uh, HVAC workers out here in Utah, and we heard you say that Juan Williams says that we're supportive of Biden. And we almost crashed our truck. We laughed so hard. <laughs> I don't know where. He, he's spending too much time in California and New York with all that legal cannabis. Uh, he could be. He could be. I mean, is there anything? Let me ask you the same question I just asked Pamela. You and your buddy. Is there anything that Biden has done in his first days in office that make you happy? Yeah, when he tripped and fell down the stairs to Air Force One. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. All right, Zach. Thank you. Back to the phones we go. Let's go to uh, Jesse. Jesse is in Orem tonight here on the Rod Arquette Show. Jesse, how are you? Welcome. Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. What are your thoughts on this? So I actually called in as I heard another piece you were talking about. It's just the whole being called a racist by oh, our yeah. president. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> So my blood is boiling, Rod. I'm so done. Um, so I finally had to come to a conclusion over with everything happening over the summer that the most racist thing I have ever done in my life was be born Caucasian. Ah, see, that's it, your problem. It's truly the only thing I've done. That's your, that's your problem, Jesse. See, if you weren't a white person, <laughs> life would be different, wouldn't it? I mean, that is so stupid. Shame on me. Yeah, shame yeah on I'm kind of done. I just, I don't know. It's been a long year. I was telling, you know, your your call guy that my fifth grader has um, experienced heavy bullying for the first time ever. I never really had to deal with, like, something so vicious, but because his dad is a police officer. That is oh. literally the only reason uh, kids on the playground told him they wished his dad was in Grand Theft Auto, so they picture his dad so that they can kill him over oh. and over again. Oh, jeez. Told him his dad hates people that have different color skin, kills autistic kids. That was my favorite. I'm like, so where are these kids getting the information? I'm sure they're getting bits and pieces from news stories, right? But it's just sad. It's so sad. Our youth have absolutely no idea the, you know what's really going on. That is that is sick, Jesse. I mean, your you're poor son. Uh yeah. 
They don't need to take. Kids don't need that stuff. And where are they getting it from? Let's take one guess. The media, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is TikTok, social media, anything like this, it inundates our kids with the fact that this is what's happening every day. Cops are killing, you know, colored people every day. And it's like this when it comes to, and I've heard you read the statistics. Those of us who are educated know for a fact that, that you know, color, that black people are killing black people at a way higher rate. Yeah. It's scary. It's sad. And why does LeBron James care about oh, that? Yeah. Don't, don't, don't get me started on LeBron James. Jesse, thank you for your phone call because I've got to get to others. Don't get me started on LeBron James. And did you see, where was it a bar in Ohio? that we refuses now to run NBA games because of the stupid thing that LeBron said about, what was it, the officer who, who killed the, uh, the teenager with a knife and said, we're coming after you next. Come on, LeBron. All right, let's go to Rich, who's in uh, South Jordan tonight here on the Rod Arquette Show. Hi, Rich, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Rod? I'm doing great. Thank you, Rich. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I was just going to comment on Juan Williams. You know, I, I got a little bit of a theory that Almost all these uh, stations hire somebody basically just to stir the pot, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think Juan Williams is one of those. And uh, they just say some some of the most idiotic things that I just can't believe that they actually believe. Uh, they're just there to stir the pot and get everybody riled up. Yeah, Rich, do you honestly believe that Juan Williams honestly believes? that Joe Biden has the support of Republicans around the country. He may not in Congress, no, I don't but the, think so. the American people, Republicans included, are behind this guy on everything. Oh, absolutely not. No, that's that's a dream. And I, you know, I saw Juan Williams uh, one time. It's been a while ago, but he was guest hosting for one of the uh, conservative hosts. And you would swear he was a conservative <laughs> listen to him. He was... He was just kind of paying what paying to say or saying what he was paid to say, and I he was pretty convincing that you would uh, thought he was a conservative. I I think he's just there to stir the pot. Yeah, he may be. He may be. Rich, all right. Thank you. Eight 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 five seven zero eight zero one zero eight 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 five seven zero eight zero one zero on your cell phone dial pound two fifty and say, "Hey, Rod, I'm Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace yesterday." Juan Williams came out and said, "You know these new polls." You know, Joe Biden promised during the campaign he would bring the country together. And by golly, in my opinion, this is Juan Williams speaking, I think he has. Maybe not in Congress, but Republicans around the country are behind everything he's trying to do. His COVID plan, his infrastructure plan, dealing with immigration. Republicans are behind him 100%. (laughs) 888-570-8010, 888-570-8010, or on your cell phone, dial pound 250, and say, hey, Rod, we'll get to more of your calls and comments coming up here in just a few minutes. Well, we've had a steady rain today, and boy, do we need the moisture here in the state of Utah. How's your roof doing? You know, we had some powerful winds. We drove through them in southern Utah yesterday. A couple of weeks ago, we were hit with those strong winds again. How's the roof holding up? You know, not every roofer understands the ins and outs of working with your homeowner's insurance to get them to assist you in paying for your roof like the folks at RoofTech do. All you do, find out right now. Just get on the phone and call them. Dial pound 250 and say RoofTech. Ask them to come out and take a look at your roof. They are the experts. They're not only a leader in the roofing industry here in the state of Utah, but they also understand insurance. So if you have any questions about insurance or you just want an opinion about your roof, let RoofTick 
send one of their experienced specialists to help you figure out the best. So you want a good roof? Do you want a roof to protect your home? Why not reach out to the wonderful team? They're trained specialists for podcasts, and it's easy to see why. Find the truth with Lisa Booth on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. One man, one goal. Yeah, one vision. The Rod Arquette Show on Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Great to be back with you on this uh, Monday, rainy days Monday. If you're in the uh, greater Salt Lake area, we need the moisture. We'll take all we can get, right? Want to again thank Greg Hughes for filling in for me while I was off on a uh, bit of vacation last week. So good to be back. I'll say this again. I hate wearing masks. You had to do it on flights. We were in Hawaii. Six hours of wearing that darn thing about drove you nuts. And it was so, it was so joyous. To come back into Utah, uh, we drove back from Vegas yesterday, my wife and I, and to be able to go into a convenience store and not see mask-required signs posted all over the place, or to fill up on gas and go in and get a drink, and again, see no signs, just walking around like normal people, man, that felt good. Now, reported, Scott just said in his newscast a moment ago, that the president may unveil new CDC guidelines on wearing masks outdoors. You know, more and more people are being vaccinated. Why on earth are we continuing to do this? The question is, is Joe Biden going to wear one on Wednesday night when he addresses a much smaller joint session of Congress? We'll have to wait and see. All right, I want to get back to your phone calls. If you're just joining us now, a lot of uh, the media, friendly media to Joe Biden, put whatever positive spin they could put on the latest poll showing that nearing 100 days in office, Joe Biden has a 52% approval rating. Seven percentage points better than Donald Trump after his first 100 days, but the lowest since Harry Truman, uh, way below Barack Obama, George H. George W. Bush, and Bill Clinton. Now, on Fox News Sunday yesterday, Juan Williams came out and said, look, you know, the American people are really united behind Joe Biden. Even Republicans across the country are liking what he does on COVID, on immigration, on uh, the infrastructure, they're all behind Joe Biden. Are you? 888-570-8010, 888-570-8010, on your cell phone, dial pound 250, and say, hey, Rod, back to the phones we go. Let's talk with uh, Kyle in Pleasant Grove tonight. Kyle, how are you? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great, Rod. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. You are welcome. Your thoughts on what hey, uh, Williams had to say? Well, I think he's disillusioned and I, I just, I just don't, I just don't know how anybody. I mean, I, I just don't know how anybody can be, be that disillusioned of, of all these people being behind Joe Biden. Uh, one of the comments that I wanted to make is, you know, he, he's trying to say he's creating all, going to be creating all these new jobs in the renewable energy sector, but the thing is, he he eliminated thousands and thousands of jobs with the stroke of a pin just off the Keystone Pipeline. Yeah. And so he, he got rid of all those jobs, and now he's going to try to, to create all these other jobs. I, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't see how that's even possible for people to say that they're behind him in, 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 just, in that, just in that part of it. Well, you're, so, you're, yeah, you're, you're spot on on that, Kyle, because there is a report out today, I think it's in Bloomberg, a report out today that the promise of all these new jobs being created by people building solar uh, energy or uh, b- building windmills for wind turbines and the promise of new, exciting, well-paid jobs, not going to happen. 
Apparently, there's been some analysis. People are taking a look at it and said, it is just not going to happen, folks. Joe Biden is lying to the American people again. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Brain fog. Insomnia. Moodiness. Achy joints. Weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should, too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Well, now I am for renewable energy. My, my folks on their ranch, they've been off the grid now for 35 years. And, and you know, they have solar panels, and, uh, and they've had wind, for, but it's been a long process in getting that. Yeah. And, and so forth. So I, so I am for that kind of stuff. But there is lots of jobs, like like uh, that he he eliminated yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, not going to happen. Uh, and I, I think all of us are for hey, you know, if, you know, the, the, you want to put solar panels on your roof, and if it helps you with your electricity bills, go ahead and do it. I don't have anything against that. But I want the greenies out there to uh, to to tell the truth to the American people. And coming up later on in the show, John Hinderocker with uh, Powerline has a wonderful story out there about another issue when it comes to wind and solar power that nobody is talking about out there. And it's a very important issue. And John will join us coming up later on. Let's go back to the phones. Let's talk with uh, Larry in Salt Lake City. Larry, how are you? And welcome to the show. Great. Thank you. Um, Kyle took some of the words right out of my mouth. But I was going to list some other things where he made mistakes with his pen. But the two prime ones... Like Kyle said, shutting down the pipeline, killing thousands of jobs, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is not the president's job. He's supposed to make jobs. And shutting down the construction of the border wall was one of the biggest mistakes. Well, that was as bad as, as shutting down the pipeline. Mm-hmm. And I think just with those two events... I think he should be impeached. <laughs> that bad, huh, Larry? That bad. I think it really is that bad. All right, Larry, thank you. By the way, Larry, I'm going to disagree with you on one point. It is not the job of the president to create jobs. It is the job of the president to create an environment where private industry can create jobs and expand and grow. That's the president's job, is to get away with silly, you know, do away with silly regulations, lighten the tax burden, and allow the private sector capitalism, free marketing, to work. Not the president's job to create jobs. Uh Uh-uh. Just get out of the way. 
That's the president's job. All right, more coming up. More of your phone calls right here on the Rod Arcan Show, 888-570-8010, or on your cell phone, dial pound 250, and say, hey, Rod. More of the Rod Arcan Show coming up. It's been so much fun today having the Salsa Queen take center stage on the Rod Arquette Show as we get ready to celebrate Cinco de Mayo coming up on May 5th. And if you want to tell your employees thanks, you really take care of them, don't you, Salsa Queen? You've got a a salsa and a package that you send to people. What is contained in the package? So in the package, thank you so much for having me, by the way. (laughs) But we have two packages. We have the family and the friend. Mm -hmm. So the family pack comes with six of our salsas and two bags of chips a card to say thank you with a lot of ideas on how to use our salsas. And our family friend pack comes with three of our salsas, one bag of chips, and the card with a lot of ideas on how to use our product. Now, this all began in your kitchen, what, seven years ago. Are you amazed at the success you've had? I am, and I am so thankful. You know, I mean, I could make all the salsas I want, right? But if people were not showing the love by supporting our business, we Mm -hmm. wouldn't be here. So we're very thankful. Mm -hmm. Now, no preservatives. I mean, you really emphasize this is fresh salsa. Fresh salsa, as fresh as you can get from your kitchen, right? (laughs) Fresh, high-quality products that we use. Ingredients is just amazing, and it's made with love. Absolutely. All right, now let's talk about the delivery. The home delivery, you do. So if a a, uh, owner of a business wants to tell his people thanks, and help us celebrate Cinco de Mayo, you will deliver to their home, right? Home yes. delivery from what? Ogden to Provo. Yes, we do f- free home delivery along the Wasatch Front. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we ship anywhere in the United States. Yeah, and so, there's a small charge there, and usually count two or three days for delivery, right? Yeah, two-day delivery, so there is a charge, but you get your fresh sauces right on your door. What makes it so good? Because I've had it. It is really good. What makes it so good? Thank you so much. Yes, it is really good because it's really fresh. Like I said, we use high-quality ingredients, and it's all fresh, and it has bold, amazing, authentic flavors. Oh, we love it. And uh, if you want to try it out, get all the details. Go to SalsaQueen.com, SalsaQueen.com, and check out their delivery right now because if you go there and you want to take advantage of it, make sure you use the promo code RADIO. That's absolutely free. That's 801-441-2266. All right, welcome back to the Rod Arquette Show. How do we begin healing the divide in America? We'll be speaking with someone about that coming up at 6.05. He has one idea. He'll share that with us coming up at 6.05 right here on the Rod Arquette Show. Speaking of the uh, divide in America right now, poll out yesterday, released by, I think it was both by ABC and NBC, shows Joe Biden's approval rating is anywhere from 53 to 52% right now. Uh, Juan Williams on Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace yesterday said, you know, that's good for Joe Biden. I mean, you know, the country is sharply divided. And for Joe Biden to get 52 percent, it shows that he really is unifying Americans, including Republicans. He said, well, people in Congress may not like Joe Biden and don't like his policies. There are Republicans in America who absolutely love the guy. They support him when it comes to his dealing with immigration Immigration reform, we all want immigration reform, 
But before we do that, we want to, first of all, make sure the border is secure. And Joe Biden doesn't appear to be willing to do that. But apparently some Republicans out there think he's doing a great job on that. Uh, He also claims that on infrastructure, that we all want better roads and bridges. (coughs) Amen to that. But this price tag for all of this is just ridiculous. But Juan Williams apparently claims that Republicans are behind Joe Biden in that effort. And when it comes to COVID-19, man, look what Joe Biden has done. In his first 100 days, not there yet, we've already vaccinated, what is it, 2 million Americans. It's pretty amazing. Or is it 200? Maybe 200. I'm not sure. I don't think we're there yet. But, you know, all of this, by the way, and, you know, politicians take advantage of whatever is out there. We knew, all of us knew, the economy was going to come back once we got over the fear of COVID-19. And I think that fear is starting to go away. So we all know, and we all knew, given time, the American people, once they feel safe, once they feel secure, would start spending money again. And we're starting to see that. Utah was way ahead of the game. And um, did you see that our, our population grew 18% in the last decade? More than a half million people, either born here or have come to this state. We didn't get another congressional seat as a result of the uh, census numbers released today. But we're doing very well. But back to Joe Biden. We all knew the economy was going to come out of this. But Joe Biden's going to be there and will do everything he can to get credit for it. We all knew, thanks to Operation Warp Speed and what Donald Trump did as President of the United States, once we had a vaccine, not one, but we now have three, and there could be a fourth on the way from what I understand in a pill form, that once we got the vaccine, once it was properly tested and approved, that we were going to get shots in the arms. And that was already underway with Donald Trump as president of the United States. So we all knew that was going to happen. We also knew that the moment Joe Biden stepped in the White House, did away with Keystone, that was going to cost jobs, energy prices were going to go up, and they have. We all knew his efforts to do away with everything Donald Trump did to secure the border was going to cause problems. Even before he took office, word went out. In Central America. And the word was, you get to the United States, Joe Biden's president, and you'll be allowed in. And that's exactly what has happened yet again. So we all knew that. And when for people to come out and say that, hey, we're all united now behind Joe Biden. You know, there are people out there, even Republicans out there, who really like what Joe Biden is doing. Let's think about that real hard, because I'm not running into too many of them, and my guess is you aren't either. Maybe you are out there, but I think, uh, no, that's I don't see it happening. I think this country is still very divided. And while their issues are climate change and race, American issues, Republican issues. Experience the power of community oncology at Utah Cancer Specialists. Find your personal oncologist at utahcancer.com. We're live, we're local, and of course we're everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. How are you, everybody? Welcome back. Hour number three of the Rod Arquette Show with you on this Monday. Enjoyed a week break and uh, 
kind of recharge the batteries a little bit. A lot went on when we were away. Man, I wanted to get on the air a couple of times and talk about some things, but Greg Hughes just did a uh, super job, and of course, Buck Sexton filling in for me on Thursday and Friday. Really appreciate that as well. Um, just a reminder, coming up on Wednesday, starting at 7 o'clock Wednesday, uh, we will have live coverage of uh, Joe Biden's address to a joint session of Congress. It will not be a packed house. Invited guests only, only about 200 people will be in the House chambers to hear Joe Biden talk about his many, many achievements in his first 100 days in office. So that's coming up Wednesday night at 7. And I know a lot of you will be, you know, waiting with bated breath to hear what Joe Biden has to say. All right. Um, Joe Biden, of course, promised to unify the country. We've talked about that uh, during the past hour. Uh, even Juan Williams went out today and basically said, you know, he's even unifying Republicans. That's far-fetched. But, you know, healing America's divide, where do we begin? What do we need to do to begin that process? My next guest wrote about that in a Deseret News op-ed over the weekend. Jonathan Johnson, chairman of the board at Overstock.com, former candidate for Utah governor, great friend of the show. Jonathan, how are you? And welcome back to the show. I'm well, Rod. How are you? I'm doing great. great. To be on the show. I'm great. What do we need to do? Uh, what are some of the things, Jonathan, you wrote about that you think we need to do to bring the country back together? Well, I think we need to have a better understanding of civics, how the system works, uh, what what our great documents are, fall in love with them again, our current situation nationally, our driftings, our media and data selection silos, our tendency to listen to or not acknowledge divergent viewpoints, all of that is creating this decline in national civility, and it means we need to double down on civics education. Jonathan, when it comes to civics education and understanding how government works in this country today, how stupid are we, Jonathan? Are we pretty bad when it comes to understanding what the Constitution and how government works or should work in this country? So I think generally, as a nation, we are pretty bad. Uh, There's an Annenberg Constitution Day civic survey shows only 51% of surveyed voters could name all three branches of government. You know, maybe more alarming, a growing majority, almost 30%, say it's up to Congress to decide the constitutionality of the president's action. I mean, we don't understand which branch does what, and why it's set up that way. And so I think civics education requires a knowledge of history, not only where knowing where our conventions and our principles and laws have come from, but how they work and developing an attachment to those sacred documents that are so crucial, the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the things that are the overarching documents that govern us. Mm-hmm. Jonathan, how do we make them interesting? Now, I think I'm a lot like you, Jonathan. When I was in school, I loved history. I mean, I just ate it up. I mean, I enjoyed history, current events, social studies. I loved it all. But a lot of my friends thought, well, you're just talking about a a bunch of old guides and old documents that were written a long, long time ago. How do we make it more interesting and make it appealing to a younger generation and express the importance of knowing all of this? Well, I I think our younger generation today has a front row seat to the fierce culture classes, clashes 
that are the results of not knowing these things. And so I think if we take an engaging approach to history and to civics, we balance a clear-eyed view of America's shortcomings with an appreciation for the strengths of what we've created and what is still the American experiment, we'll do okay. Tell the truth. Don't whitewash things. Don't tell a story about, you know, George Washington cutting down an apple tree and, <laughs> and, and, and making that history. Tell the story of, of imperfect people trying to do more perfect things and set up a more perfect, but still growing and changing government. That's what we need to do. How has the lack of understanding about government, how has it divided the nation? Do people not understand you can't do that, you can't do that, you can't do that, that's not how it works? How has this lack of understanding, Jonathan, in your opinion, divided the country? Well, I think when, when people don't know what the branches of government are and what they, how they check and balance each other, then we don't know, then our efforts get misguided. They get misguided with, you know, marches on the Capitol or rioting in the streets. Uh, you know, wh whatever side you're on, you can point to the other and you say, if only they understood, they would, they would do something differently. And so I think as we, as we understand what Congress can do versus what the president can do versus what the courts can do, we'd have a better sense. When, when people listen to a president who campaigns on doing things that are outside the executive branch, that are the, the purview of the courts or the purview of, of Congress, and they buy into that, it's because they don't understand civics and they, they get misguided in lining up and marching behind a leader who can't do what he says he'll do. Well, and, and Mike Lee has spoken about this, Jonathan. You may have, have heard him say this before, but almost um, the legislative branch of government anymore is almost non-existent because the president does executive actions. If there's a question about that, we go to the nation's highest court, the Supreme Court, and the legislative body itself, Congress, the House and Senate, are almost left out of this equation anymore. Would you agree? I totally agree, and I think part of the fault is to Congress itself, which passes laws like, we want clean air, let's give the executive branch and the Environmental Protection Agency rulemaking authority to decide how we get there. Well, rulemaking authority should rest with Congress. Don't cede that to the executive branch, which then has agencies which enforce its own rules judge on its own rules, who've stolen power from the judicial branch, the executive branch has become the super branch that does both executive actions, legislative actions, and all too frequently is ruling on the laws that it's writing and it's trying to enforce. You write about this, the uh, Sutherland Institute here in Utah, based here in Salt Lake City, a great organization, held a, uh, uh, a, a conference, I guess, last week while I was gone, talking about civics education here in the state of Utah and doing all they can to improve it. How are we doing? Are we doing better than other states, do you think, Jonathan? Uh, I think we do okay. Um, you know, I know that Utah students, before they graduate high school, have to pass the same civics test that 
naturalizing citizens have to pass. I think that's good. But but I really think this comes down to parents need to get involved. We need to talk about this stuff at the dinner table. We need to get involved at the local school level, the local school board level. We do okay as a state, but we could do better if we were more active in our local schools and our local school board saying, this is the kind of clear-eyed, non-politicized facts and truth that we want in our history and civics curriculum in fourth grade, in eighth grade, in 11th grade. This is what we want, and this is what we need. I saw someone text out today, Jonathan. I want to get your reaction to this one. The Constitution needs to be re-read, not rewritten. Boy, I couldn't agree more. Uh, Amen. (laughs) Uh, You and I are on the same page there. It's a great document. It has upheld, you know, I mean, we're coming up on 250 years of, of, of being a country, and I know the Constitution is not quite that old, but it has up, it's withstood the test of time, uh, and it's improved over time. You know, the Bill of Rights was the first initial improvements on it. The amendments, which, you know, after the Civil War were improvements, the amendments which gave women the right to vote were improvements. It needs to be understood because it's a great document. Jonathan, as always, great having you on the show. Thanks for taking a few minutes of your valuable time tonight with us. Jonathan, stay well. Great chatting with you. Likewise, Rod. I'd love to talk to you anytime. All right. That's Jonathan Johnson. He is a former candidate for governor here in the state of Utah, also with Overstock.com. Frequent guest on the show talking about an article that he wrote in the Deseret News over the weekend about the healing of America's political divide. It needs to start with civics. People need to understand how our government works and what the Constitution and Declaration of Independence are really all about. The Rod Arquette Show continues here on Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Taking center stage today on the Rod Arquette Show, and I'm so excited about this because it really does taste good, and we're talking with the Salsa Queen today. If you love salsa the way I do, this is something that you will definitely want to try, and Salsa Queen, great to have you on the show. Tell us a little bit about the business. It's a fascinating story based on it, based right here in Utah, right? Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for having me here. I'm so excited, and yes, I mean, we started... Seven years ago, and I started as a single mother of seven kids to provide for them, and now we are in a lot of stores, so we're super excited, yes. Why salsa? Why did you choose salsa and say, I want to make this, and I want to spread the love to people here in the state of Utah? Absolutely. You know, in my culture, you know, I'm from Mexico, we show our love through food, and Mm -hmm. what better way for me to show my love? With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career? where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. To this country... 
than through food, right? Yeah. And salsa is our staple at at home. So, you know, I wanted to make some salsas and share the love with everybody. And, you know, we're so excited that people have taken it in so well. Now, this is your recipe. I mean, you started this in the kitchen of your home, right? Yes, yes. I actually grew up with one kind of salsa. And that's the only salsa we had. But, you know, when I wanted to make salsas, I have to kind of dig in and dive in and create these sauces for what we have now. So, yeah, we're so excited. Now, what do you do for businesses? We've got Cinco de Mayo coming up. What do you do for businesses? Because I know people are very interested in that. Yes, we're so excited about Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo is our biggest day, right? So we have come up with different packages where you can send a salsa to your customers, to your employees, to your loved ones, to your family, and, you know, to tell them, thank you, you know, for being around. Thank you for working with us. Thank you for being my dad, my son, whatever occasion it is. And with Cinco de Mayo, like I said, you know, everybody wants to order Salsa Queen just to show their love and all right. appreciation. And all you do right now, we have a special offer for you. All you do is go to Salsa Queen. That's your we- website, salsaqueen.com. And you order now. You use the code radio, and you'll get 15% off. That's a great, great offer right now. one 443 You can Google Any Hour Services, or you can schedule online at anyhourservices.com. All right, welcome back to the Rod Arquette Show on this Monday evening here on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Listen, and you'll know, it has been, I think, more than a decade. Uh, But the Supreme Court today announced that it will decide whether the Constitution protects the right to carry a gun outside your home. It is the first major Second Amendment case the Supreme Court has decided to take up, as I mentioned, in more than a decade. What is the significance of all of this? Well, joining us on our Newsmaker line to talk about it is Michael Hammond. He is the Legislative Counsel with Gun Owners of America. Michael, how are you? And welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Rod. Hello, Utah. Yeah, Michael, how big of a, a, a deal is this for the Supreme Court finally to take up a Second Amendment issue? Well, it's pretty big. Uh, as you say, the last case it brought up was the McDonald case, which I think was 2010, decided that uh, the Second Amendment applies to states as well as the federal government, and therefore applied to Chicago. So since there's been 11 years since there's a major case, then I think that's a big thing. But of course, there's a reason why there's been 11 years since a major case, and that is that it appeared uh, uh, to, apparently to people from the outside, that uh, Chief Justice Roberts was going to jump ship on the Second Amendment. And as a result, up until the appointment of Amy Coney Barrett, uh, there wasn't enough votes on the Supreme Court to sustain a Second Amendment case. Now there are, and uh, we're cautiously optimistic in the New York Rod and Pistol uh, case that the Supreme Court is going to say, at the very least, if you issue a permit, you can't just do what New York does and issue them to the rich and famous and no one else. What does this say about John Roberts and his control of the court anymore? Is it waning a little bit, do you think? Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty much waned uh, <laughs> with the appointment of Barrett to the Supreme Court. It, it 
was frankly disgusting to a lot of us that this guy who uh, got confirmed and got confirmed as chief justice by holding himself out as a constitutionalist and a guy who wasn't going to bow to pressure immediately turned the Supreme Court every which way in order to keep that from getting the liberals too mad. And uh, finally, uh, even if Roberts jumped ship, I think you have a five to four uh, decision that you have a constitutional right to protect yourself in the public. That right cannot be denied just because you're one of the precious few who uh, have influence uh, in the government and the court system. This, of course, uh, will take up this issue of a New York licensing rule or or plan that they have in New York. Exactly what does it state, and how is it so, how does it offend the Second Amendment, in your opinion, Michael? Yeah, well, we just got New York to repeal its residency rule that you can't take (laughs) a gun outside of your house. Uh, uh, unless you take it to one of five shooting galleries in the five boroughs. So we just got uh, rid of that. New York's uh, issues carry permits like, I think, a handful of other states, including places like California and Hawaii and Illinois. And they uh, issue them under what's called a may issue rule. That is, you can comply with all of the requirements necessary in order to demonstrate that you can safely carry a gun in the street, that you pose no danger, and yet the state can say, we're still going to deny you the license because we don't think you have a good enough reason to carry a gun. There are probably a half dozen states that have laws and in in practice implement them this way. My guess is that what the court will say is it will say, okay, you can continue issuing permits, but you have to go to, to become what's called a shall-issue state. That is, you have to issue permits to people who qualify and can demonstrate that they're safe and have had the proper training. Uh, incidentally, the Ninth Circuit in San Francisco, sometimes jocularly called the Ninth Circus, uh, had just <laughs> issued a, issued a uh, ruling saying you, you have... No right in Hawaii or anywhere else. Yeah. No constitutional right to carry a gun in the streets. And we think this is going to be another of a very long line of slapdowns of the Ninth Circuit. Mm-hmm. Would you expect a ruling this year at the end of June, or are we a ways away from a ruling on this, do you think? Uh, I think it's, if I had to guess, I'd guess that, that it's going to be heard next October. Uh, I, I, I haven't. Uh, we haven't seen, or I haven't seen, the court's amendment to its calendar yet, but it's coming. It's within two months of the point in which it has to adjourn for the year. And I'm guessing that something this major, they won't have a chance to hear it and then hand down what will probably be a multiple hundred-page decision dealing with it. Yeah. Is there any guarantee that Gorsuch... Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett will go along with the need to support the Second Amendment. There's no guarantee there, is there, Michael? There's no, there's no guarantee in life. 
but <laughs> let me say this. In, in earlier life, I worked for the United States Senate. I managed and, to some extent, drafted the mcclure Volkmer Firearms Owners Protection Act. I think Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Barrett all ruled on language that I drafted and all ruled in the way that I intended them to rule. So I, I give that a little credit uh, in, terms of, in terms of anticipating which way they're going to go. There's every indication that uh, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh were just holding off on cases for the last few years because they thought Roberts would decide it in an anti-gun way. The fact that all of a sudden they have five uh, presumably gun votes and have decided to start hearing cases tells us something, I think, about Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, and Barrett. Well, we'll see what happens. Michael, great conversation. Thank you. Thank you. All right, on our Newsmaker line, that's uh, Michael Hammond, the Legislative Counsel for the Gun Owners of America Association, talking about the fact that the Supreme Court today accepted for an argument a New York Second Amendment case. It is the first major gun rights suit before the court in more than a decade. More coming up on the Rod Arquette Show here on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Listen, and you'll know. Do you know that survey after survey is showing that on average, Americans during the last year, year and a half of the pandemic have gained an average of a pound and a half a month. Think about that. You could have added another 25 pounds to your waistline over the past year and a half. Is it time to lose those pandemic pounds? If so, why not turn to NJ Diet? NJ Diet, with NJ Diet, I should say, it only takes 40 days to lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 50 plus pounds. NJ Diet's program starts with bioenergetically personalized supplements. And they're based on your hair, your saliva, and your blood work. Then, NJ Diet uses DNA testing. And what they do is create an ideal diet plan and workout regimen, genetically assessed over 50 different metabolic factors to help you keep the weight off and stay healthy for the rest of your life. Don't we all want that? If you can't do it alone, NJ Diet is with you every step of the way. You'll also get the doctor's personal email and phone number. NJ Diet, all natural, no shots, no hormones, and no surgery. Located here in Salt Lake City or online at njdiet.com. You want to find out more? Give them a call today. 855-5NJ. For emergencies, when you call today, we come today. When will they come? Air condition your home. Put me on a highway, the interstate, a dirt road to any place. Long as I'm Rod Arquette Show on Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Buck Sexton coming your way. He'll take the microphone after we wrap things up here in just about 20, 25 minutes from now. Uh, Joe Biden, of course, will address the nation, a joint session of Congress in a, quote, unofficial State of the Union address. Only about 200 people will be there on uh, Wednesday. Starts at 7 o'clock, and you'll hear it live right here on Utah's Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Now, one of the issues that are near and dear to Joe Biden's heart is, of course, climate change. Over the weekend, or at the end of last week, he held a big climate summit at the White House. Bill Gates, 
said using today's technology won't allow us to meet our ambitious goals. We simply do not have the technology available out there. Well, echoing that is Karl Rove. Of course, Karl Rove, former chief of staff to George W. Bush, a political analyst on Fox News, talked about that with Jesse Waters over the weekend. And he mentioned that, you know, we just simply do not have the technology available yet to do everything that Joe Biden wants to do when it comes to climate change. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. There's a lot of problems with so-called... U.S. greenhouse gas emissions. Between 2005 and 2019, they're down 20... Actually, 12%. And that means we're leading the world... We're, we're doing better than anybody else in the world. In fact, the emissions in India and China and Russia are going up, not down. And we're leading the world with 12%. To meet the goal of cutting them by 50% compared to that 2005 baseline means that Biden's goal in the next nine years is three times the pace that we've been doing it uh, up till now. And, we've been, and, and again, we've been leading the world. Who thinks that technology exists out there to achieve these goals? It doesn't. No, it doesn't. He's absolutely right. Well, over the weekend, uh, John Hinderaker at Powerline had a very interesting little story. And basically, it was about uh, on the practical realities as to why renewable energy sources like wind and solar power will never generate the amount of power we need in this country. And John is joining us on our Newsmaker Line right now. John, you wrote this fascinating story about a study that was published by the Center for American Experiment on wind and solar power. What did you find out, John? There's a lot of problems with so-called green energy. Uh, intermittency is the most obvious one. The solar, solar panels where I live uh, create electricity about 18% of the time, 82% of the time they don't. Anywhere in the U.S., the, the best you're going to do with wind turbines is electricity about 40% of the time. So 60% of the time, you're burning natural gas. So, so that's a very familiar set of issues. But what a lot of people haven't focused on is the subject of this paper that my organization, Center of the American Experiment, just published last week. Uh, it's by Robert Bryce, who's a very, very well-known uh, energy expert. He's written a book and, and published a doc or put out a documentary that are just terrific. Mm -hmm. This paper is called "Not in Our Backyard," and and what it talks about is the land use issues, which which may be what ultimately just drives wind and solar out. And 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 so one one eye-opening fact from this report 
is that if we were actually going to try to power our entire electric grid with wind energy, which, of course, many politicians Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. claim they're going to do, the, the land that would be required for those the wind turbines, the enormous number of wind turbines that would be that would be needed, the land would be an area twice the size of the state of California. <laughs> that, that bad, huh? Wait a minute. So there there isn't enough room in Manhattan to put some wind turbines and help New York City, John? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Yeah, well, that good point, good question. Yeah, so how about the Hamptons? There right? we They've go. Got there we go. Space. How about how about Marin County? Maybe we put a whole lot of wind turbines in Marin County. How about that? Well, no, of course not. That's that's not where they put the wind turbines. They put the wind turbines uh, in the midst of people who don't have that kind of clout. And that's the other thing that that Robert talks about in this paper. Uh, people all across rural America have been rising up and objecting to these wind farm developments, often successfully. Robert has put together a database, which is linked to uh, off this paper on, on the AmericanExperiment.org website, of 300 instances around the United States from 2015 to the present where, where townships, cities, counties, uh, states even, have successfully uh, opposed and either limited or completely uh, defeated uh, proposed wind energy uh, projects. Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, where are you going to find an area twice the size in the state of California yeah. where, where people are going are to put up with, uh, with having wind turbines looming over their houses? And there are some serious issues here. One, one thing that Robert talks about on the report is is the constant noise and vibration have been a big problem for people who have to live in, you know, these wind turbines are as high as a 50-story building. People don't realize, you know, if you see them from a distance, how huge these things are. And they constantly make noise when they're turning. Uh, And and when they're turning, they're constantly vibrating. And there have been health problems associated with this. It's a real issue. What about the transmission? Once the energy is produced, John, by these wind turbines, which apparently are out in the middle of nowhere, you see a lot of them up in Wyoming, by the way, and you'll drive by them occasionally. But then how do you get the energy from the wind turbine itself to the places that need it? You're going to need, I think, transmission lines, right? 240,000 miles of <laughs> transmission lines. That's exactly correct. That's exactly right. That that would double the total amount of, of uh, electric transmission lines we currently have in the United States. 240,000 miles. That's enough to go around the Earth 10 times to transport this hypothetical electricity from, from these wind farms that don't exist to the cities, the urban areas where the electricity would be would be used. It's just the whole thing is unfeasible. And by the way, you sometimes read totally misleading headlines where people are saying, oh, wind energy is really cheap. It's really cheap. <laughs> well, it's cheap at the moment. It's cheap at the moment when, when the wind is blowing and, and the 40% of the time that it's actually producing electricity. But, but when they put out those numbers, they never include, they never include 
the full cost of even building those wind turbines, let alone the thousands of miles of transmission line, those are always left out. And when they build these wind farms, because they only produce electricity 40% of the time, they quietly also build natural gas facilities, which, which take up the other 60% of the time. Well, they never include that cost. No, either. no. So a lot of what is said about the, the cost of wind and solar is just totally misleading. So why do, they per, why do the, the, the greenies out there persist that wind energy or solar energy are the answer to all our problems? Is it all about the money, John? Well, a lot of it's about the money. I mean, huge amounts of money are being made uh, above all by utilities. Uh, you know, the, the the big utility here in Minnesota is, I think, the third biggest lobbyist in our state legislature, and they constantly lobby to be subjected to more green mm. mandates. Mm. They love green mandates because those mandates force them to invest billions and billions and billions of dollars uh, on which they get a guaranteed 7.5% return. And, of course, it's the rate payer and the taxpayer uh, that, that foot the bill. From Powerline, John Henderaker talking about wind and solar power doomed to failure and bringing up an issue, a study that was done showing that one issue that nobody ever talks about. Well, there are two issues, really, that John discussed in this paper. One of them has to deal with land use and the impact that those big wind turbines can have on, uh, you know, someone's health if they live near that. Uh, and finding enough land to build these things, they are massive. If you've ever been near them, and I know a lot of you have seen them, these things are massive. It's a land use issue. And you aren't going to put one or two or three or four or five or ten or put a windmill farm or a solar farm in Manhattan. So where are you going to find the space to put them? And then the transmission lines that are needed. You're going to need to deliver that power from the turbine or the solar panels to the people who need it. And as John mentioned, you will need transmission lines that wrap around the world 10 times to achieve that. Nobody ever talks about all of this, do they? Especially Joe Biden. The Rod Arquette Show continues right here on Utah's Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Listen, and you'll know. It's a real pleasure to have the Salsa Queen on the Rod Arquette Show today taking center stage. Let's see, we've got this little event coming up. Cinco de Mayo, Cinco de Mayo. Well, how is Salsa <laughs> Queen involved with that? Cinco de Mayo, absolutely. It is one of my favorite celebrations here in the United States that we celebrate Cinco de Mayo. And what a better way to show your employees, your family, your loved ones, that you're thinking about them, that you really appreciate them by sending them a pack of Cinco de Mayo salsa. So I am super excited to be running this special with you guys. Now, we're going to tell you all about that special here in a minute. But give us a little bit of the history about the Salsa Queen and how it all started. You know, we started, I started as a single mother of seven kids to provide for them. So this is a family affair. You mm -hmm. know, all of my kids will get together. Even their friends will come and chop tomatoes, roast corn, and do all those kind of things at our home and start selling them. We started on Facebook, then Farmer's Market, then some little local stores. And now we are Smith's, Harmon's, Macy's, and a lot of other stores. Yeah, you're the out. number one producer, I understand, Absolutely. of fresh salsa here yes. in the state of Utah. What makes it so good? It is so good because it is so fresh. You know, we use very high in quality ingredients and we make them still in small batches. So, you know, the consistency mm -hmm, is still mm -hmm. there and the freshness. Okay. Now, let's talk about the special. Now, a lot of people reward their employees or their clients to just say thank you with a package from Salsa Queen. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And last year, Cinco de Mayo, it was a great success for us. Everybody was thanking their employees, you know, because they were working remote. 
And still, a lot of people are working remote, right, mm -hmm, from their mm -hmm, homes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of businesses owners, you know, send salsa, salsa queen to their employees just to tell them, thank you so much for all the work you do for us. And Cinco de Mayo is the best time to send salsa to your employees and people you care. Like I said, the salsa produced fresh. They don't use any preservatives. It's absolutely delicious. And if you want to try it out right now, here's the offer. Go to salsaqueen.com, salsaqueen.com. Put in the promo code radio. That's promo code radio, and you'll get 15% off. But you need to do so before April 30th. For initial treatment cost, call or visit revivemenshealth.com slash renaissance. Understand all the options available. All right, welcome back. Final few minutes of the Rod Arquette And Before we wrap this up, I started the show off this afternoon, a couple hours ago, asking if any of you had watched the Oscars last night. I didn't, and apparently a lot of you didn't either. The number's the lowest ever for the Oscars last night. Well, and while the Hollywood celebrities out there were using their acceptance speeches to blast conservatives and go after police, Tyler Perry, who won the Gene Herschel Humanitarian Award at the awards last night, used the stage last night to urge Americans to refuse hate. Here's just a portion of what he had to say. My mother taught me to refuse hate. She taught me to refuse blanket judgment. And in this time, and with uh, all of the internet and social media and algorithms and everything that wants us to think a certain way, the 24-hour news cycle, it is my hope that all of us would teach our kids, and not only to remember, just refuse hate. Don't hate anybody. I, I refuse to hate someone because they are Mexican or because they are black or white or LBGTQ. I refuse to hate someone because they are a police officer. I refuse to hate someone because they are Asian. I would hope that we would refuse hate. And I want to take this Gene Herschel Humanitarian Award and dedicate it to anyone who wants to stand in the middle, no matter what's around the wall, stand in the middle, because that's where healing happens. That's where conversation happens. That's where change happens. It happens in the middle. So anyone who wants to meet me in the middle to refuse hate, to refuse blanket judgment, and to help lift someone's feet off the ground. This one is for you, too. God bless you, and thank you, Academy. I appreciate it. And that was uh, Tyler Perry. His actual, The length of his speech was about four minutes, in which he shared a wonderful story about helping a, a, a um, homeless woman who didn't have any shoes and what that took and how that changed his life. Remember, Tyler Perry was once homeless himself and now very successful and now accepting the uh, Gene Herschel Humanitarian Award at the Academy Awards last night for his efforts. Good advice. Hughes hate. That does it for us tonight. Head up, shoulders back. May God bless you and your family. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.